listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Windy City Slam. My name is Chris Lanuti, and joining me right now, live in parts unknown. I, I always love that when they did that. They did that in wrestling. Is Mike Pankow? Mike, <laughs> how are you, my friends? Unknown. And my weight is unknown too, so we'll <laughs> keep it that way. <laughs> I'm doing good. Good. That's good. That's exciting. Yeah. We're doing this on Tuesday. You had a little bit of a thing you had to do yesterday, and I'm up at the lake cottage for a week with the kids. Uh, and trust me, I'm not rich. It's my parents. But uh, I, I have a really nice setup here. I They got like a little, uh, they got a garage bar, so I can still sit at a bar. I got some peace. I got some quiet. It's a beautiful day outside. The kids are all swimming out in the, in the lake uh, off to the side for me. My wife uh, starts drinking at noon, so we're ready to go. You know, yeah, she, sounds like a plan. She goes on vacation. Doesn't matter if she's in central Indiana or if she's in Cancun. She starts drinking early. That girl. She puts on the shades. She goes. I'm on vacation. Every day is uh, every day is like being in Cabo to her. So it should be <laughs> should be an interesting day for me and an interesting week. All right. So what do you want to dive into first here? Because there's just so much to cover. So many different things going on. We got the local scene to cover. We've got some stuff going on at WWE and AEW, so the floor is yours, my friend. Jump right into it. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of stuff this week. Uh, in fact, I'll just throw a little bit of a teaser out for you right now. Uh, we'll start with local stuff, and then uh, I also want to get into WWE. Uh, there's a couple of items there, including Bailey and Sasha Banks as a tandem and how good they've been lately. Little tease for a little bit later on. And then NXT versus AEW has been an interesting dynamic ever since October. But it's getting strong again over the last few weeks. So we'll get to that toward the end of the show as well. So we have a lot of good stuff to talk about. Excellent. So let's let's dive into the local stuff first, though. Uh, Power Entertainment had their second outdoor show in Wonder Lake last Saturday, the 4th of July, Alibi Pub in Wonder Lake. Um, the main results, the, the most notable thing on that show was Machine and B.O.W., known as The Plague. They defeated Joey C.C. and Joey Ariola to become the new POW Tag Team Champions. So the second straight show for POW outside and the second straight title change on a show for POW. Their next show uh, won't be for another month. It'll be in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, August the 9th, and it'll feature our friend, former Windy City Slam podcast guest, Mr. Caden Action, against Sierra. Nice. So we, should have her, we should have her back on then because, like, that's the thing. I want to talk to somebody who actually does one of these shows in this new era and can tell us what it was like to do it you know like yeah. after it's over i would love to talk to her she's gonna go do an, an actual event now in in the age of covid19 when some uh, local wrestling folks won't go do it she's gonna go do a show she's a friend of the show she's been on before i would love to get her back on mike and she's fun to talk to as well i would yes. love to pick her brain about what it's like to be in one of those shows what what date is that show again August the 9th. Yeah, so let's get her. Let's away. get her on yeah. soon. Maybe even a before and after, 
Like, get her thoughts on, like, what she thinks is going to happen and then get her to check back in afterwards just because it'll be interesting to kind of, like, have somebody who's hands-on, who's in the ring, who's at one of these shows when you have some people think they shouldn't be doing them at all and some people are like, let's do this. It'd be great to sit down and talk with her and find out what her thoughts are. And I think she'd be totally into doing it because she seemed like she had a wonderful time with us the last time that she was on. I got a question for you, though. Uh, Is this something that all these local scenes are going to have to do is have title changes constantly to keep people interested because of the fact they can't do the same amount of shows and the same thing that they used to have to do? Because I find that to be very interesting. You might have to like I know that the national guys have to keep finding a way to keep you interested. So is that the way the local guys are going to try to do it? Yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, title changes, uh, trying to get maybe a bigger name to come out to a show. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of promotional things that they they probably tried during this time. And uh, it's definitely not an easy uh, era to be promoting in, in this business. But yeah, I, I think title changes at shows are more of a possibility at this point. Um, special guests, controversial storylines. In fact, at POW, I didn't have this in my notes, but I just read it on Facebook a little while ago. They had a little uh, thing where Joey Roth, the famous manager, the villain in POW Entertainment, as well as the, he's also a wrestler. He's the uh, longest reigning Ileana um, pro wrestling, um, I believe it's the Chicagoland Championship in Ileana pro wrestling. Some kind but of ridiculous uh, geographical area. I get it. Okay. Yeah. He's, he, they uh, made up a geographical champion, area. Yeah. They made him champion of it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, currently uh, I'm currently the champion of this garage, and everybody has until the end of the show to find the garage and beat me, just like our truth challenges people in the 24-hour uh, champion. <laughs> and if you can't do it, I'm still the champion of my garage. But, uh, okay, so what happened with him? What's going on? So Joey Roth apparently uh, suspended for 60 days from POW Entertainment for holding the flag uh, upside down at the show. I believe this is just a storyline from what I can tell. Right. But in, in this era, you just never know. Well, you know, the upside down flag is supposed to represent distress, but I don't know how, what, what distress is he in? He decided to go and do the show. So you would think it has to either be a storyline or he's an idiot. I mean, it's one or the other. It's either a storyline or he's an idiot because nobody forced you to go and do the show. So how are you in distress? Do you understand how that works? I learned it watching the black sheep squadron as a child on uh, on channel 50 with Pappy Boyington and the Japanese soldiers took over the base and they put the flag upside down. That's how I learned what that meant. So maybe he needs to go back to some old time television on UTV or something like that to understand what he's doing in the middle of the ring. Joey's even come up on his Facebook and says it's a storyline. Oh, good. Good. Because I was, I was concerned he was just stupid. So, okay, that's no. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do have some more uh, promotions um, starting to come back this weekend. Um, we have Gali Lucha Libre, and they usually run a lot of shows out of West Suburban Villa Park. They will be doing a uh, streaming-only show, an online-only show. You can find it on YouTube, Twitch, and I believe it's LuchaTV.com, and they will be accepting donations for the wrestlers. And for more information, you obviously you could just check out Gali Lucha Libre's Facebook page. And that's G A L L I Lucha Libre on Facebook. You said, you, listen, you said YouTube, I'm going to find it. Right? <laughs> I mean, isn't that how this works? Like, I get it that, like, every, every promotion wants to make sure that they can find something that's like television. 
If I were them, I'd be going YouTube all the way because YouTube's mm-hmm. got YouTube television. You have the ability to cast the show onto your TV with a YouTube app with the Roku mm-hmm. thing. It's the easiest yep. way to do things. It's easier than Twitch and all these other things like that. Like if you can get yourself on YouTube or just start your own YouTube channel, if I was a promotion, that's what I would be doing. I'd be just going think- straight YouTube. It's the best way for you to get the most exposure, I would think. I think we're going to see more of that, and uh, Guy Lucha Libre is kind of uh, starting off with that too. So I'm very excited to see how that how that goes this weekend. A uh, couple more promotions. If you want to drive a little bit, there's Underdog Championship Wrestling in Rockford on Saturday night, and that one of the main matches there is Aaron Xavier versus Pitstain for the UCW World Title. I'm sorry, the guy's name is Pitstain. Yes, Pitstain. Pitstain. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like something else, but yeah. Pit State is is just fine. Pit State is a perfect name for a wrestler. It may be the, like, every once in a while, you give me a name of somebody local that I haven't heard of, and I just, I want to cry. I'm laughing so hard right now. The guy's name is Pit Stain. (laughs) <laughs> like, have you seen him in person? Like, what what is his thing? Does he just come out and like, uh, you know, I'm Italian, so I can say it. Does he come out in a Dago tee with this just like, but real yellow stains underneath it? I'm wearing one of those right now. I don't have the yellow stains, but that's that's what I'm rocking right now here. <laughs> I don't believe he dresses like that. He's from what I've seen of pictures. He's kind of a haggard-looking dude, but yeah, right. I don't think he dresses like you were saying. Well, he should. He should. He should work on his outfit. He can give me a call anytime he wants to. Uh, you know, I want to actually throw this out before we move on. I, it's something that we haven't done in a while, and it's a perfect segue to it. Is the idea that you can give us a call on Windy Slam anytime, you, Windy City Slam anytime you want to? Yeah, we do the live show every week so that people can interact there. But if you get it on demand, you can always leave us a message to talk about anything going on in national or local wrestling. You just call up; it's going to go right to voicemail. It's just going to say leave a message. There's no big announcement or anything like that. We want you to get to the point. 708-459-8406. 708-459-8406. It's twenty four seven. You can butt dial me, drunk dial me. It doesn't matter. It goes direct to voicemail. You're not going to disturb me in any way. We will listen to it and we'll put it up on the show. A couple more local things before we hit the big boys. Uh, Also, if you want to take a little bit of a drive up into Wisconsin, Great Lakes Championship Wrestling is having a free show on Shippen, Wisconsin at a Shippen Fireman Park. This is uh, David Hero's promotion, and it's a little bit northwest of Milwaukee. Saturday evening, we have Backwoods Brown, a Chicago guy, defending the Great Lakes Championship against another Chicago guy, Marche Rocket, and also a tag team match, and this is interesting, that the Express of Ryan Cross and Dr. Jeff Luxon defend the GLCW Tag Team Championship against the Fanny Pack Party, who is Cal Hero and Jordan Cross. So it's going to be father versus son going right at and Grand Lakes Championship Wrestling. That should be interesting. That makes sense, though. I, I like I like any time we can get like family members to wrestle with each other. There's less of a chance of anything coming out later. Like the entire place got infected. Like just that. That's I'm totally cool with that. But again, there's another local one going right away with a title that's being put on the line. And I think that's going to be the trend to get you interested. Is a lot of title changes. Like I always felt like WWE loses that. It used to be that you could see the title get changed anytime on Monday Night Raw. It doesn't happen that often anymore. And so not at all. And it's always like you got to wait for a pay-per-view to see it. It was always something that made you come back and watch Raw because you didn't know what was going to happen. I think the local guys can take take that page out of the book and say, okay, well, we got to find a way to get people to come back and we got to find a way to make it interesting to entice people to come back out to wrestling shows. And and they got to build it that way. I would like that a little bit more. 
And then uh, real quick before we head out to WWE, AEW Dark with local competitors again. Um, Oak Lawn's Joe Alonzo is scheduled to compete in an eight-man tag team match on this week's Dark, which is Tuesday night on YouTube, live at 6 o'clock Central Time if you're listening live now. Or if you're listening on demand, you can catch it on YouTube, on AEW's YouTube channel anytime. Also, here's the big news. Warrior Wrestling Champion, the current title holder, Brian Pillman Jr., makes his AEW debut. And he's facing Sean Spears in a singles match, which should be really, really cool. Can he hold the Warrior Wrestling title and still wrestle for a place like AEW? Yeah, I okay. believe he can. Okay. Yeah, Kate, I mean, Cage was the champion too, and he was an impact. Will they? Will um, they? Will they? Will they talk about it on AEW? Or will they? Will they ignore that? Um, they probably won't bring that up. Okay. Um, they don't really mention too many of the independent um, accomplishments of guys. I mean, I don't think they're afraid to. I think they just want to focus on their brand. No, I know, but I mean, if you think about what Cody did when he got this whole thing started, right? Remember. He leaves WWE, bounces around. He does the independent circle. He b- circuit. He basically made the Cody Rhodes circuit. Like I'm going here, and I'm going to win this title. I'm going here, and he just built his own. He built his own hype, and he did that thing. It'd be cool to see AEW embrace that because WWE does not. Like imagine a guy who just shows up on AEW and he's carrying like a belt from some other organization, and and then it's like and 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 you could actually have the guy get squashed and take the belt from him. And then you could hold it like hostage until somebody comes back and wins it back from there's so many cross promotions you could do with it. I think AEW has to think even more outside the box than they're already doing, because that's what really gave them the rise in the first place was the outside the box thinking they can't lose that and become WWE. I'd love to see that happen. I would love to see little partnerships where all of a sudden a belt shows up from some other place and then disappears again or something like that. And just it, it would make things very interesting. It'd be a great way to introduce guys in the AEW as well. Guy shows up and he's wearing some belt. And they're like, what is that piece of tin on your on your waist? And the guy goes out and wins his match. You know, it'd be really kind of an interesting thing that, you know, I'm, everybody's always afraid you're going to elevate something. How are you going to elevate if you're not one of these guys with a massive TV deal? If you're not a promotion with a massive TV deal, it's not like you're going to elevate somebody past you if you're AEW. They're still going to be below you. They're not ripping anybody away from you. That's what I mean. I I, I think that that's a. It, it's kind of an old school way of thinking. The way that they still think with the thing where we won't talk about the smaller independents or anything like that. I think it would be cool. I think it would it would draw more eyes to their product overall and and separate them more from WWE. But maybe I'm just a crazy person with a podcast. You should shut up. <laughs> so. Impact Wrestling actually uh, did a little bit of that a few years ago, and they did like stuff in, in, in conjunction with Border City Wrestling, the Crash Down from Mexico. I mean, they kind of interspersed some stuff with other promotions that maybe were a little bit smaller than them, but were big in their areas, which I thought was kind of cool too. I mean, they would have championship matches cross branded and stuff like that. I thought that was kind of a cool way to do it. But Impact has kind of done this a little bit. Yeah. Kind of. Um, yeah, I'd love to see AEW do it. I'd love to see them do it, and I'd love to just see them like every once in a while. That could it could be part of a storyline that helps them because it makes them look cool, and you get some big time talent or some some high end talent. You get a chance to actually look at them. Uh, right now, though, at least what they're doing is they're bringing in people and using AEW Dark, and we're seeing local guys get their shots. You know, we saw Robert Ego Anthony get his. Get, get multiple appearances on there. They seem to love him over there. And we're seeing guys come from the Chicago area and get legit shots to prove themselves at AEW. It doesn't work that way in WWE, does it? I mean, they got to go to the Performance Center and become WWE-ified. 
They're not yeah, doing that much. in AEW. It's like, come with your character. Let's see if you can wrestle and we'll go from there. It, it's yeah. much more, um, uh, I know I can't find the word right now on the top of my head for the first time in a long time. I'm at a loss for words, but it's a, it's much more natural. Okay. That's not the word I was yeah. looking for, but it's much more natural. Yeah. I think I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I think so, so too. So uh, now I wanted to tackle uh, the golden role models in WWE. It's Bailey and Sasha Banks. And they're like the biggest thing going on in WWE right now. They're the MVPs of the product. Uh, ever since they won the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships a number of weeks ago, which kind of gives them the, the free reign to go to any of the three WWE brands. So basically they show up on Raw, they show up on NXT, they show up on SmackDown. They can defend the women's championships. They can, I mean, obviously they've been going after singles titles as well. Bailey's already the SmackDown Women's Championship. And now Sasha Banks is going after Asuka's Raw Women's Championship coming up at Extreme Rules in a couple of weeks. So they're trying to get all the gold and by being able to cross brands just because of these women's tag team championships that they hold. And I was espousing uh, Bailey's virtues even last year when I was still a guest on Broadcast Basement and how good she was in the ring even as a babyface. I thought she was one of the, the best pure wrestlers and characters that they had. Her turning heel has really surprised me, but in a very, very good way. I love what she's done as a heel. She's really grown into it. She's owned it. Sasha Banks, I think, has always been a great heel. I never liked her as a babyface. I think she plays better as a heel. So I love the fact that they're together, again, as heels. I just think it works really, really well. It's a great dynamic. And they're helping um, get some different faces um, over a little bit more. Um, in fact, Sasha wrestled Io Shirai on NXT last week. So, um, yeah, they've been doing their job um, and been a very, very good um, thing for the WWE product. Um, your thoughts, Chris? Well, I, I mean, I, I like the f they, they're always going to work well together because they're friends. It, it, it's, a, it's the natural thing in wrestling. You could try to put people together, but you need to find people that almost think alike, want to hang out with each other, sit backstage with each other. You know, they, they, have, they have a friendship that's, that's thicker than anything they can show on TV because they're true friends. And so you get far more creative with friends. I mean, I found that in radio. You're far more creative with people that you enjoy talking with and that you consider be your friend than you do when uh, a radio station says, well, here's your brand new news girl or your brand new, uh, your brand new traffic guy. And, and you're supposed to find a way to in, you know, bring them into the fold of your, sh of your radio show. When I would do morning radio and I'd be like this, it's always, it always rings hollow. I can write a script. I could sit down. I could say, this is what the joke is. I could sit down and I could plan out the entire show. I can have a meeting with them. They could pretend their hardest to, th to make it seem like they're on the same page with me. It never comes off the same way as with a friend and with a friend, I could sit there and I can just do it on the fly and the friend can kind of read my mind. So they're great together because they're friends with each other mm -hmm. and it shows. And that's, and that's, and that's really the key to all of this. I mean, in the end there, look, wrestling's real. And you know, I, you don't, you don't call it fake because it's real. They got real bruises. Oh, they got don't, real don't bumps. Say the F word. Okay. I know. I know. I'm, just, I'm saying it's not, I said, it's not, I put the N word before the F word, the not part. Okay. And, right, the, and right. but the only thing that's really determined is the ending. And, and yeah. other than that, these people are artists that work together. To sell it, mm -hmm. they have to actually believe in one another, trust one another, and the, and they and they have to be on the same page. 
If it's in a boardroom, I doubt that it works just as well as if it's with people that have mutual respect for each other, trust each other, and at best, when they're friends with each other. Some of the some of the best things that I see on WWE Network is when you see one wrestler talk about another westler and it turns out they're best friends, but on the screen they were enemies for years. Okay. Yeah. Triple but H, Shawn Michaels. Yes, and they have the best, but they have the best relationship outside of it. And that's where it popped the most on screen. So I think that it makes sense. These two are working so well with each other because of that aspect that they have. And I think that, like, look, there was a reason why they brought up the four horsewomen at the same time because they all came up together and they were friends. So they could fight with each other because, and, and they were good working with each other because they had that other bond. So, no, I think the Sasha Bailey thing is really cool. And, and they need that. You need to have a few things that are going to carry this entire this entire business while you don't have the energy and the electricity of people in the stands. And you say friends. That's a great segue for my next WWE item. Last night on Raw, this week on Monday Night Raw, Drew McIntyre's old buddy, Heath Slater, shows up. Come so on. Heath Slater, How did I miss yeah. I missed that. That was yeah. last night. I missed that. I was up here yeah. at the lake drinking beers, sitting on yeah. a boat. I mi- he came back? Yeah, he uh, at least for a one-shot deal. Here's the thing. He came out. Uh, Dolph Ziggler actually brought him out because Dolph is um, challenging Drew for the um, WWE yeah. Raw Championship. Yeah, I know that. He's got the title. Most. I've been watching all this. I just missed yep. last night, but yeah. yeah. He brings out Heath Slater to cause kind of a diversion for Drew, and Heath takes the mic and says, man, you forgot about me since April. When you got released a few years ago, I called you every day. Right. So they had a little bit of a, a heartfelt like moment there. Then they had an impromptu match where – Drew won in about 25 seconds after a few uh, heavy hits and a play mark. Against Heath Slater? <laughs> yeah. Well, what else was going to happen in that match? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he came out with a free agent shirt on, too, so that probably tells you. I love Heath. I want Heath yeah. to have a job. I really do. I love ever since he the I got, ever since the I Got Kids thing and the little mm-hmm. vignettes in the trailer, and WWE screwed that all up. He got natural buzz. Okay, he got he got he got an actual reaction from the fans that I don't think was expected from WWE, and he was like one of those mm-hmm. guys that was getting too good, and they're like, whoa, 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 we don't want to make this like a normal thing where he's so good. We we want him to be a joke, and people thought it was great, and I really want to see him. Yeah, I I hope that you know I, what I hope for him is that if he doesn't isn't coming back to WWE, the whole idea of coming on there was one to work with his friends, and two to be able to wear the free agent thing because he's going to try to build his own little brand and end up someplace. I don't think he'll end up back with WWE, but maybe he ends up with AEW. Yeah, it'd be great if they went and picked him up. Yeah, I think it's just a one-shot deal. And here's the rumor. Sounds like Impact Wrestling might be signing Heath Slater in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but I always feel like like it's always, if you're not in the two big boys, you're you're taking a step down. That makes me feel bad for Heath. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, you, I know, I, think, I know you love, I know you love these other, these other promotions. I know you love them. I know you do. And there's good wrestlers on these promotions. Okay. But the, the, the only ones that have the pure television reach and the ability to become a superstar are AEW and WWE. Do you dispute that? Because that's how I see it. I mean, like you don't get mainstream, you don't become, you know, you don't become something otherworldly sitting in impact wrestling. I mean, maybe you have a nice little career, but I'm sure you're not making the money that you would have been making in the other place. And I'm sure you're not getting the same kind of treatment. It's like playing for the Yankees or playing for a triple A Scranton. There's a, there's a difference, right? 
Yeah, I mean, there's a delineation. You got your top two that you know about. But yeah, Impact is still a solid brand. And they're trying to make a nice little push for themselves. They're on Access TV now. And supposedly, Gallows and Anderson have reached an agreement with them as well. So they're starting to build a little bit of a, a roster there. Well, maybe Impact is starting to figure it out. Maybe they're do- Maybe what they're saying is, hey, look, if AEW isn't going to take the cast-offs, we're going to do it. We saw some talent with these guys. We're going to let them do their thing. But they got to do a little bit better than Access Television. You know, There's so many things on my Roku right now. Find a channel. Find something where I can get you, where I can just hit a button, I can watch you. That's what you need to get to. You got to get to the point where I can sit down in front of my big screen TV and hit a button and I can find you. When we get to that point, then I'm good with it. Until then, then I sit around and go, I don't, I don't know. You know, I mean, you, you, like I can read about you. I can watch your stuff on YouTube or watch something after it's happened. If I, But I'm only going to do that if I hear it was great beforehand because I'm not making an appointment to sit down and look at it, Right. I mean, I know there are guys that do that, but I'm not doing it. And I don't think the mainstream wrestling fan is. All right. And then. Um, oh, I hurt your feelings now. No, no, I no. I hurt your fine. feelings now. I, I just got my whole list in front of me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get all my, <laughs> as, they, as they say in wrestling, I'm trying to get all my shit in. So, <laughs> so um, for, pardon the French. I'm not I talking, really, a, I'm not talking anymore. You take it, Mike. I'm just going to sit here and be quiet, okay? I'm an idiot. I'll shut up. Okay, go for it. So one more WWE thing before we move on to NXT versus AEW, because I know we're probably starting to run short on time. The coronavirus fallout, and now WWE takes a step last week starting with Raw. Now all non-performers, a.k.a. the PC students, the NXT people in the crowd, have to wear masks. It um, It wasn't required before, but it is now. Now that this report of all these people with the virus came out. So now Vince McMahon all of a sudden is... um, is a little more careful with the whole virus. He's a goof. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say very much. He's a goof. We all know what Vince is. He's a goof. Uh, for the second straight week, this past week, NXT, which was the night one of the Great American Bash, defeated AEW, which was the night one of Fighter Fest. So they have like a couple of weeks of specials going on their regular TV programs. NXT won in the ratings again. But we got to love Chris Jericho. Uh, he's the company guy. For AEW, he was very quick to note on Twitter that AEW still had the edge in the all-important 18 to 49 demographic. De- demographic. So, yes, that is a very important demographic, and they still had that edge. But I think NXT is gaining a little bit of steam. AEW maybe losing a little bit of steam. But overall, I think both shows have been very strong over the last six weeks or so. I think they finally found some footing with some more of the interactive audiences they've been getting. The... Uh, products themselves have been very solid last week we had two great women's matches on the shows uh aew had hikaru shida and penelope ford which was really really good and i'm really impressed with penelope ford she's really come on over the last couple of months as a solid heel performer on the women's side and shida is probably the best all-around wrestler they have on that end for the women so great match there NXT obviously had Shirai and Sasha Banks, which we mentioned a little earlier in the show. That was also a very good match. And this week, we have another pretty good fight on our hands. NXT is presenting Adam Cole, the NXT champion, against Keith Lee, the NXT North American champion. And the winner of that match is taking both belts. Um, I don't think one guy is going to have two belts after that match. I just don't think one guy is going to unify them. 
I have a feeling Killer Cross might make his uh, presence known. He's been lurking in the background of both guys over the past couple of weeks. I think he wants blood. I think he wants championships. He wants to wreak havoc. I think he messes up that match somehow, and it's a schmaz, and Cole retains his title. Leak retains his title. But I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's one of the biggest hype NXT matches in a long, long time. For Firefest night two was supposed to be John Moxley defending the AEW championship against Brian Gage. And Chris, you were right. They are not having that match now. No, they can't. It's been delayed a week. Um, that match will be July 15th because of, uh, obviously, with Renee Young's uh, COVID case and Moxley's proximity to her. Supposedly, Moxley is still negative, so he's doing a good job of um, protecting himself from the virus. But, yeah, that, that's a big hurt for them. But AEW still has some pretty good fights coming up on Wednesday night. They have Private Party challenging Kenny Omega and Hangman Page for the AEW Tag Team Championships. There's an eight-man tag team match with one team being the Young Bucks and FTR on the same side. Ooh, I think maybe something might be up there between those two teams. I think FTR might want to turn on them. And they're facing the Lucha Brothers and the Butcher and the Blade. So that'll be something to watch out for. And then Nyla Rose faces a mystery opponent. And we're wondering, hmm, who could that be? Could it be Tessa Blanchard? Could it be somebody else? You never know what AEW might have their sleeve there. Well, I would love it if it was Tessa Blanchard. I know you would love that as well. That would be that would be a, a blast. I also see that Billy Gunn over at AEW is trying to get uh, uh, some indie wrestler to give up his entire gimmick for him. Did you see that? Yeah. Sent a I did not. Sent a, he sent a cease and desist letter to a guy wow. who, let's see if I got this, I got this all right. Okay, we've got a, uh, an OVW wrestler, Tony Gunn, who has been using the phrase, the gun show, and has it on his tights for the last several years. Oh, and, I've heard of him. Heard, yeah. And Billy Gunn has not even used it in AEW and is now trying to send a cease and desist order so that he can take that and use it on AEW. And it turns out, and like, it looks like Billy Gunn really, he's, it's a long shot for him to get this guy. It's almost like a bad look. Because it doesn't look like he has, like I'm reading about this uh, and I've been reading about it today. It doesn't look like he has a leg to stand on. Just like he's like, it, it just looks like he's, he's just taking a shot in the dark, hoping that he can intimidate somebody because he's Billy Gunn. So he really is an ass man. And um, <laughs> it means something very different than what I originally thought that it meant. Now when I refer to Billy Gunn, because he, he is an ass man. So Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he uh, has used gun show like on social media in the past. Yeah, so, yeah that's it's, probably why he's trying to get this it. guy's been using it for years, though. He's trying to take it from him. He's got yeah. it on his tights and everything like that. And the idea mm -hmm. that the idea that there can't be a guy that has the name gun as their last name, like nobody, nobody's got that. Like, come on, give me a break. It, it, well, I, it his just, son can use it. It's Austin just gun can use it. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just kind of <laughs> silly. It's, it's really, really <laughs> stupid. So anyway, uh, that's 30 minutes, my friend. Anything else you want to squeeze in here? I'll give you 60 seconds. Yeah, speaking of uh, copyrights and stuff, I don't know if you saw this, but WWE has filed to renew the trademark for Cody Rhodes. So Cody still can't use his last name. How do they do that? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I guess they just own it. I mean, ever since Cody worked with WWE. But I, thought when, it ran, I thought when it ran out, it officially became his. Yeah, it did run out, but WWE, I guess, had first rights to renew it, even though they, re they renewed late because of the pandemic. 
So they gave, but they renewed late. Oh, come on. Cody, get a lawyer and beat these guys. They suck. Okay. They're, they're the worst people in the entire world. And come on. It's just ridiculous. Cody basically says on Twitter, it doesn't stop this train from moving. So he's not too bad. But he needs to go get, he needs to go get himself uh, attorneys and uh, file lawsuits and, and buy himself a carton of eggs and throw it at Vince McMahon's office in anger. That's what, that's what I expect from him. And that's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want. All right. Mike, (laughs) good show. I'll see you next week at the bar, right? Yeah, all right. Sounds good. All right. We'll be back at the bar next week. That's what we're going to do. Windy City Slam. We'll both be sitting together once again. I'm going to sit around here at the lake and have a few cold ones. And uh, you pay attention to wrestling because I'm not doing it this week. I'm taking taking a week (laughs) off from the world. I'm I'm trying my hardest not to even look at social media, to look at... uh, news sites. I don't want to know what's going on. I expect to come back and find out what the next horrible thing that happened in 2020 was about a week after it happened, so don't give me any spoilers. This is Windy City Slam, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at WindyCitySlam.com. Bye-bye, my friend. Bye-bye.